What, which, this, that, or the other? From Bonnaroo to Coachella, traversing the music festival landscape can be tricky. That's where we come in with high fives for everyone. The What Podcast with Brad, Barry, Lord Taco, dedicated to exploring the entire festival scene. Brad has worked in the radio industry for more than 20 years and currently lives in Brooklyn, where he is program director for three stations, including one in New York, one in Detroit, and one in Miami. Barry's been a reporter for the Chattanooga Times Free Press, covering all aspects of the entertainment industry since 1987. That's before you were born. Lord Taco, the smart guy who makes these podcasts on our website at thewhatpodcast.com work. Also really good at identifying babies, loves blue-haired moms, PBR, and his beautiful Volkswagen bus. We all fell in love with the Bonnaroo Festival years ago, not only because of the amazing bands that play there every year, but also because of the incredible community spirit that has developed around it. Radiate positivity. And we really like talking about the inside baseball stuff when it comes to putting on a huge music festival. So join us. You can hear the What Podcast on the Consequence Podcast Network or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Hello, everybody. It's your co-host, Jake B. I'm here to tell you about our merch store, feelinggoodwithduddy.com. Go there and get all the merch that you want for the show. We got the new pork snorkel pin. Link will be below in the video. Also, head over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash feelinggoodwithduddy to get behind-the-scenes footage of this and every episode and all sorts of other shit. Head over there right now. Subscribe. Thank you very much. Here's the show. Hey, what's up? Welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy. That's me. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Yes, and we are back with another episode of Feeling Good with Duddy. As always, I am here with my brother and my co-host, Mr. Jake B. Hello. Yeah, and as always, we'll have a very special guest joining us. But first off, today... We just want to start off by talking about the Irvine Improv show that got canceled. I know, I know. Uh, we are very sorry. We were very excited about it. But sometimes, you know, shit happens and it's just out of your hands and you just got to roll with the punches. Um, yeah, like I said, um, and if you're listening, you probably already know, we had an Irvine it was today. It was supposed, it was supposed to, be supposed today. to be today. Yeah, um, October that. 7th. But it got canceled due to, uh, you know, there was like a double booking, dude. There was a mistake that basically they weren't going to cancel the show on us. We were just going to have to move our show till later in the night or move it the day before or move it to a different location. Those were our three options. And it, it just uh, some of the guests couldn't make it at those other times. And, and we just kind of decided that we didn't want to do the show. We had a show envisioned in our head and we didn't want to do a lesser or even different version of that this closely to the live show. It was our first big live show. We wanted it to be great. So we decided just to cancel it, and, and we're going to rebook it at yeah. another date. We're all, we're all still uh, good with the uh, improv. We're in talks with them now trying to reschedule it. So for those of you that already bought your tickets, I know you already got refunded. So, and we will, be, we will be redoing it hopefully sometime soon. So that is that. Shit happens, man. It happens. Other Honest than mistake, that, you know, you Sometimes you just got to go with it and say, shit, that sucks. And yeah. uh, other than that, I just got back from Vegas this last weekend. We had a show with the Dirty Heads there at the Mandalay Bay. Thanks to everyone who came out. It was a good time. As always, Vegas is always a good time. So thank you guys mm -hmm. so much for that. And uh, yeah, let's get into the show. Let's fucking do it, Let's dude. do it. All right. Today on the show, we have a very special guest. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a ghostwriter for some of, uh, you know, top uh, comedian names. One of my favorite comedians of all time. And, uh, you know, he's also runs his own foundation, um, helping foster kids through comedy. And he's just a great guy and a really funny guy. And we're stoked to have him here. Eric Blake. Yay, yay! 
Yeah, Come on up to the mic, up? dude. What it do, fam? How y'all doing, brother? Doing good, man. Uh, thank you so much for coming down. I know you're a busy guy, so uh, we appreciate you uh, taking some time. No, man. Thanks for having me. Very, very happy to be here. And I was supposed to be on that show today, man. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. So it, it affected us all. It man, did. it's you know it's part of the business, man. Like you say, roll with the punches, man. Roll with the punches and don't even worry, don't worry about it. it you know, the next thing. It happens to everyone. It happens yep. to the best of yep. us. Mm-hmm. It, you know, sometimes you can be super organized, super ready to go. Everything's falling into place and, and just something fucking comes up and you just got to... You, you could dwell on it. Right. You could sit there and be pissed off about it. You can say, man, shit happens. Let's yeah. try and work to make the next time we have this opportunity that make sure it works. That's all you can do. Nah, Sometimes yeah. you study all night for the test or all week for a test, and you still get a shitty grade. You're just like, <laughs> I don't know what I... It just what happened? happens sometimes. <laughs> oh, man. So how was your Vegas show, man? Vegas show was great. Um, as always, you know, people are out to Vegas to have a good time. Right. Did you play so, on the pool? We played out yeah. at the Mandalay uh, yeah. Bay. They have that beach, uh, you know, stage wow. set up that goes right over the pool. And um, I mean, you know, you're playing at night, and, you, and you're just you're looking up at all the all the you know bright lights of the casinos, and and the and it's just it's pretty right. cool. The vibe's great. The people right. are there to party, and they are. Yes. You know, yeah. they're partying. Man, that's the thing about Vegas, dog. I don't even really go for the. For anything and the gambling, anything like that, I go for the entertainment and the food. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, definitely, bro. man. You want, you want to eat some good food? You could eat it out yeah. in Vegas, for man. Sure. And they make sure like everything is just like premium and just everything is just like right oh, on yeah. point. Like my favorite place to go is called the Pizza Rock. You ever been to Pizza Rock Cafe? I have not. Oh man, it's awesome, bro. It's awesome. Whatever you do, don't get high and go to the Pizza Rock because <laughs> you're messing around. Eat your goddamn. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Is that in one of the hotels, or is that's that... in old school Vegas, man? Okay, old okay, I like old school. Yeah, the old two down pound. You, you know the difference, right? Oh yeah. Two part of Vegas. Like when you're in, in uh, uh, Vegas, uh, uptown is really nice, and everybody's good and looking. Mm-hmm. You see families and couples. You get to go into old town Vegas. You're like, wait a minute, shit looking a little real strange. It's a little different. <laughs> it's fun though, man. I like it there. That's where you can go find like dollar crap tables. Right. And shit. <laughs> that's where you get pizza rock. Right. Yeah. You definitely on. get pizza rock. Hey, that, uh, old town Vegas, where you put your wallet in your front pocket. But like, yeah. wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me put this in my Fuck, I haven't been. Do they still have all the lights that straight yeah. over the yes, door? Yes, yeah, man. Oh, man. It looked like an old Vegas mob feel, yep, too. It's totally. like, wait a minute, somebody's going to get whacked in a minute. That's and you just cool. sit around and watch. That's why you go. You <laughs> get the feeling. You're like, all right, Dude, this is real. If you're someone who's been to Vegas a few times and you, and you fucking love it, but you haven't been down to the old school Vegas, next time you go, make sure you, yes. s- you at least go down and check it out because it is a good time. It's a great vibe. It's more of where the locals go, I'm totally. In- yeah. Instead of just tourists, you yeah. know? There he- is a hipster vibe going on there. Definitely. It's kind of coming back. And Definitely. Yeah. yeah, it's happening. Down it, there. It's get to that point of like uh, old school Vegas. Like if you can just watch somebody have sex in the middle of the crowd, you just probably watch for three minutes. Like, oh okay, and keep yeah. it going. It wouldn't even be a big deal. <laughs> it wouldn't even be a big deal. Okay, oh that's what they're doing. All right, cool. They wouldn't Missionary? be good looking All people right. probably, but they would be having sex. <laughs> somebody Throw get a dollar bought. at them. All right. Get the one dollar at them. Right. <laughs> 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 keep it going, buddy. Keep yeah, it going. Yeah, yeah, good work, man. That'll, That'll cost work. you five bucks in nice Vegas. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, one thing I thought was really cool and I want to talk about, because I think most of our listeners or just most people mm-hmm. in general probably don't know what a ghostwriter is. If you say that, you're like, ooh, that sounds scary. What um, is that? Does he write ghost or, you know, yeah. stories? Is he, you know, does he go out and hunt ghosts and write books about it? Um, right. No, it's it's someone, you know, who helps another, another comedian, you know, come up with jokes or, for for instance, you know. Uh, helping right. people come up with even jokes for sitcoms and stuff. It's a ghostwriter. He's in the background um, helping out, making sure that this guy's got plenty of funny stuff. Right. And in the music business, it happens too. There's ghostwriters for, you know, probably some of your favorite right. rappers you don't know right. about. They got someone there helping them come up with raps. I mean, right. I've been on both sides of it where I've had um, people help me write songs. Right. And I've also 
helped other people write songs or I've helped other people write lyrics. And, and, um, one thing I wanted to ask you about, cause I know it happens in music where I've been like, you know, sitting in a room and, and my soul's purpose to be there that day is to really help this guy with some lyrics. Right, right. And and I'm helping him write lyrics and all of a sudden some lyrics come to my mind that's for this song I'm writing. I'm like, damn, these wow. are fire. <laughs> I don't want to get Fuck, it. Fuck, dude. Do I give these yes. to you? Yes. <laughs> that happened to And me, then bro. you do, oh, you give perfect. it, and then you're always like, fuck, those were so good. Bro. <laughs> oh, that happens, bro. Because you know what? Because you never know where your inspiration comes from. Totally. You know, uh, 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 for me, creativity is an open, it's a revolving door. Mm-hmm. And when it opens up, you grab what you can, and, yep. and then you try to savor it and, and build off of whatever you got from that creative 100%. door. So when you're in a room with somebody that's really good, and they and they have you there, uh, comedy is a bit different because they're there and and you're there. Then they're working on a a, 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 a specific piece for their mm-hmm. routine. So your job is to send them in one direction or another direction or add to it. And their job is to say, okay, yeah, I take that or I don't do that. So even when we're, even when we're uh, in a room together with each other, they say, hey, I got a tag. That's a, that's a tagline for, hey, let me let me add that to your bit. I came up with something that like you someone might Someone has use. a okay. joke. Right. We got an extra hit hey, on yeah, boom. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's boom. another beat there. Yeah, and you yeah. go, oh, yeah, boom, I like oh, that. Yeah. You know? And then yeah. there's the comics that know you and know, know what you do and then they invite you out. Hey, come on down, bro. I got this piece I'm working on. Mm-hmm. I need uh, your help. What you think? Yeah, come check it out. See, see which way you can go. So oh, we all know each awesome. other's like that. That's so similar that's to, to music, really. Like, yeah. That's great. It's yeah. so similar. Like, you know, I, I know certain people for certain things. Like, if we're working on one type of song, I would call so-and-so or right, vice versa. Right, you know? right. That kind of cool. fit his, yep. his genre mm-hmm. of, of music or comedy, so to speak. Totally. So, yeah, I mean, that happened to me once. Like, I was working with Kevin and... um and I had this bit. I, this, I knew I was coming there to help bump up some stuff. Yeah. But I had a bit. Cause so, so in comedy, like I'll go out and do 15, 20 minutes, one with the crowd. And then, you know, Kevin usually come out and just do his thing. That's when. And that's Kevin Hart, right? That's Kevin Hart. Nice. When we're like, if he's like Ontario and I'm that comic in that region. So yeah. he'll use a lot of comics and it's not really used like he need our help or anything like that. It's just, he just gives us breaks. Yeah. Or he knows cats that um, that lives in that region, or we know people that works with him. We hey, look, can I come and do the show? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I know such such. Yeah, he's cool. Let him open up. Nice. And then he'll sit and watch your body of work, and then you watch his body of work, and you bump up, bam, 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 like that. That's how it goes. So I had this one bit that I that I was doing, and I was working on it at the time. It has nothing to do with Kevin, but I know if I give it to him, it would be perfect for him. Yeah. And I was like, I am not doing this bit in front of this motherfucker. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so and the bit is called being raised raised twice right and it's like when you've been married a long time you start to feel like you've been raised twice so with him being short i was like this motherfucker would take this bit oh my God. and work oh. with it so i was like keeping that right. one in my pocket I'm not doing that. you don't even want him to ask about it like, hell yeah. no because if i know i know it's perfect for him yeah yep. because it's like you know if you've been married and you're in a situation if you've ever been married before i know i know kevin i know his ex-wife and i don't, I don't really know too much about his new wife but i know tori tori hart's a good friend too mm-hmm. and i know a lot of their personal business yeah. so if i got a bit and i know it's funny and i can tell uh uh like if he did this bit, it, it for mm-hmm. fucking, he would love it this would bit. Like, motherfucker, I'm going to take that. I can do X, Y, Z. Because some people have that vision where the, it could be this small to mm-hmm. you and that big to them. Yeah. So me, it, it works perfectly for me because I'm trying to put this into my routine. It fits perfect in my routine. So I wouldn't give that to him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But no, you don't even want to have to say no. I like, know. Just put like, it away. yeah, you just mm-hmm. like nope. And then your train oh. of thought is usually, you know what I mean? Like it'll usually pop out. 
you know, and you're on stage and I have to police myself when I'm in front of certain people and I don't really want this, this bit is not ready yet yeah. to be like out there like, cause I want it to be on my hour. Yep. Instead of just, we love, yeah. this is awesome. Cause we've had a couple comedians on before and we've talked about all sorts of, you know, mm-hmm. touring and, and normal stuff and a little behind the scenes stuff. But right. Duddy and I love right. shining lights on, on the parts of, of anything that we're right. talking about that most people don't think about. Right. And so many people probably don't know about that right. ghost writing, like adding tags to other people's jokes. And then I had no idea that you would have to think, Oh, this bit isn't quite ready, but I'm massaging it for myself and I right. need to keep this bit. Right. So I can't right. even do this on this night because right. my friend might want it. And I don't want to have to say no. I want to right. probably say yes, just to be quite, right, let bro. me open for <laughs> no. you. Fuck. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, you gave away a good one. You like, Oh my. And he's short, like you said, so he would make it about it, shortness as well and make it five minutes. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, you know what I mean? You give him a bit like that. It's I like, can already hear it. It's like somebody took your kid, you know, you get, you know, you get, and they raise your yep. kid in front yeah, of you dude. like that was my baby oh yeah dude. <laughs> that's crazy i love that yeah man yeah it, it's deep people don't really understand how deep comedy is and right in the writing part those of who are, uh, uh, are are good comedians and understand the work that goes into what we do um um you know they they they, they can they can see where i'm coming from yeah. uh but but you got like the generation of comics that are out there now, not to knock most of them, a lot of them don't really know the history. Um, a lot of them don't really sit down and write. So when I hear their comedy, I could listen to the comic that they've been studying and I could see it in them. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But your job is to write a joke that fits your point of view. It's okay to mm-hmm. study old comics. Totally. But when you are so embedded in the one you're studying and you start to sound like them, then you're losing you. If, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, and, and that's a beautiful thing. Like I've if you seen gonna... that before, what you're saying, where I see a young kid and I'm yeah. like, oh, this guy reminds me of, I, of a, like, I've seen a couple kids that like remind me of Mitch Hedberg. Mitch, I was going to say oh, that, bro. Just right off the yeah. tip of my like, tongue, bro. I know dude. what this guy's doing, and he's funny. These right. jokes are great. But right. Yeah, you can see so it. Mitch. You can see yeah. Mitch, man. Like most of the, not, not knocking Seattle comics, don't get the t- inboxing me talking about I'm talking <laughs> yeah. about you guys. Because them Seattle comics, yeah, I don't know if you've been to Seattle. They, oh, yeah. they some ser- they serious <laughs> business about oh, really? stand-up. And oh. I love Seattle, and I love going up there. Mm-hmm. But a lot of them sound like Mitch Hedberg. Okay. You know, they got the style, some yeah. go up with the glasses yeah. and try to be all cool and, and calm and collected. But, you know, that's what made Mitch unique is that he was himself and there was no one like him. Ah, uh, he was so good. Yeah, yeah very that's funny. That's crazy. My yeah. favorite was the Sesame Seed bun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You ever see yeah. the Sesame Seed? Yeah. What is the what Sesame Seed? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I dude. think my favorite of his was always like, uh, don't go see Dr. Acula. You remember that one? <laughs> like, I went to the doctor and he, he started sucking blood out of my neck. Don't go see Dr. Acula. <laughs> the best. The best, bro. I mean, I mean, you know, it's it's a beautiful business once we police ourselves. Like, I, I got into it with a comic recently and um, she actually went on stage. And this was a comic that I performed at her show a couple of times, you know, and I've been on her show a few times, and she's, you know, pretty much a, 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 a okay uh, comedian at the time, I thought. And um, recently I was on a show with her, and she did one of my bits in front of me. In oh. front of me. And, and on goddamn well, this is my bit. Like, this is one of my signature pieces. Yeah. I've been I've been working on this bit for about, maybe about six, seven years. Oh, uh, doing, uh, it stage, doing it on stage. Doing it on stage. And I created it maybe about two years before that. So I'm about 10 years into the bit. 
and the bit is like perfectly flawless right now. Yeah. I have callbacks. I don't know if you know what a callback is. Yeah. I have callbacks within the bit. You know, the, I, I could do the bit without missing a beat. So obviously right? it's a bit that comes later in the Just, set and, and you're you calling close back it. to you're early jokes. Boom, boom, yeah. boom, right? Fuck. And then she gets up, she's kind of twitch you know some comics just change the name or 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 change another dude or just trying to you know yeah something that change the joke change the barely just, to say, just no, barely well I, you say this and i say that like motherfucker, well, it's the same thing yeah. you know yeah. it's like it's like it's like somebody stealing your car and then driving by you and you at the bus stop and they pass by you in it you like, <laughs> you gonna put rims on my joke what? like debo from fridays like, right. the joke is kind of like it's both of ours yes yeah. that's exactly no it's both of ours no, yeah. no. 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 <laughs> we, yeah, it's both of us. Yeah, you can borrow it too. My joke. That's crazy. So, and, and you're coming on, you're going to go on after I'm going, her? going after her. Probably you know, just use can't play this it. bit potentially. Yeah. You know what I, so I do what all veteran comics do. Mm-hmm. I did my routine, got them to a certain point, knowing that, let them know I was funny. Mm-hmm. I called her on it in a sense to where the audience know, because you got to let them know yeah. that, hey, I'm about to do something similar, oh, no but way. this is my bit. Yeah. Like, oh. let me show her how this bit is done. Yeah. Correctly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and then I did it and smashed. Just smashed it. And then got the standing O. It was like a big clap standing up. And I'm not lying. I got a cool little standing O. Yeah. Because my energy was focused. My focus was to let her know, hey, this is my bit. And I'm going to let you know how it's done. Yeah. Two, you know you stole it from me. Three, you've been doing comedy maybe five, six, seven years, maybe tops. Yeah. I've been doing it for 20. Yep. Here's how it's done. Mm-hmm. And then the audience feel that energy, man. It was That's a beautiful a thing. Bold move too, because it could oh, go yeah. one of two ways. Like yeah. The audience could be yeah. like, but, yeah. "What? Boo!" But well, no, we just heard like, this. What, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's 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 called in comedy. It's called crossing lines. Yeah. Yeah. Crossing lines. Crossing lines mean when you do a bit and you don't want to cross the other comic's line and, mm-hmm. and give put that weird effect in it. So what you do is you introduce the bit or you say, you give the comic, let's say you're on a stage with a comic that has a bit similar to yours and you don't, you know, you know it's similar, but you don't want to cross lines. So if a guy up there is talking about marriage, for instance, and he's got this totally different take on what you, he's bitter about marriage and you're happy about being married, Mm -hmm. right? So to speak. You don't want to cross lines and not just come out and say, hey, uh, I'm married, blah, 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 blah. You, so you, you introduce, you, 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 you shoot the elephant in the room, so to speak. You go, you know, the last comic was talking about marriage, or by the way, I'm married too. Oh, yeah, he's talking okay. about... So you're letting them know yeah. that take away that weird effect. Yeah, like, it I, could I look like you're being a dick to that guy. Right, right. Like, I don't you know what's yeah. up with his marriage. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? So, shit, so, so you, that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. So, and you do, and, it, and then that's what you're supposed to do. You give the audience, hey, break, brace yourself. I don't want to yeah. think I'm taking this this dude's shit. Uh, but there's a reason why I'm the headliner because I feel that my, my my topic on this subject can trump his. So if you ever played spades or anything like that, I figure out that I can top him. Yeah. So here it is. Yeah, it you're is. not going to go out and do a lesser right. bit. That's all yeah. you're nah, like, you, you got to put that one away. You got to put that one away. Like, yeah. okay, his was funny, but mm-hmm. I think I got him. And mine's longer and mine's yeah. this and mine that. And you would know as a headliner, you would know. You would know. You're you like, know. okay. Oh, oh that shit that. was too funny. I'm going to go yeah. to something else. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> cool. Yeah, it, it <laughs> killed it. It leaves <laughs> the audience from thinking, does he know that the last guy did something? You're right. like, yeah, I know he did. Here's mine. Are they? Yeah, wait, wait. Yeah. That allows them to just settle down and go, all right, well, it's Oh, don't let us be his family members in there. Yeah. Taking his stuff. Oh my god! Oh, they start 
start filming here. Hey, that's not yours. Oh, yes. Oh, a mother get up and be like, you can't do that. Yeah. Sit down, lady. I got this. Yeah, it's all good. Thank you, but thank you. Your heart's in the right place. Well, shit, I think that's kind of good to like go into like the subject of the day, the word of the day, which is brush it off. It's like, look, he could have listened to that comedian go before him and and do his bit, and he could have just gotten all pissed off, let it get in his head, then go up on stage being all pissed off and yeah. that's in his head probably had like a you know weird set right maybe not done his bit because he was pissed didn't do his best part of it but right. no he just was like dude let me show you how uh, this, is uh, this is done i'm gonna brush it off home this guy's pissed. doing my bit i'm out of here yeah, right. like, you know? <laughs> so sometimes in life you just gotta brush it off and that just yep. goes with uh, on on the subject of what we talked about right. earlier we had to cancel our, our freaking our show that we right. were so yeah. stoked on but we didn't sit there and just get pissed off and yell at the improv and get all mad at them it wasn't their fault no, it was no, a simple mistake you know it happens to everyone and we just we brushed it off and just took like jake said we took an l on right, that one right, you know? right. Took an L, dude. it's called show business it's so part of the business man. is to be professional totally. part of the business is i've seen people be completely unprofessional man and i try to remain as professional as i possibly can totally. like there's some some incidents where man shit got like like dude if you come on this stage bro. <laughs> oh like heckler <laughs> yeah oh, man oh man, oh, man. Shit. man oh. i got heckled by like a i don't know if he was a white supremacist or whatever oh my god but he went in I'm talking about what the whole room was like, and it was in uh, uh, what it was Bellingham. Uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm keep going on Seattle, but Bellingham, Washington. Okay. And yeah. this this motherfucker was going in. I'm in there ripping, right? And he's just going in, yelling out yeah, the racial shit. Oh. And I'm killing him. You're I'm like, what the fuck? murdering him. Yeah. And he walked to the front of that goddamn stage. Oh. Oh. And I said, man. Yeah. <laughs> You come on this day. <laughs> it's so weird how security just comedians are vulnerable and right. nobody ever tackles yeah. these people. Like you, at right. comedy shows you've been work. to a, a stand-up act, you know, the stages are normally not that tall. Right. It's like a low stage. Right, the the people sitting down at the table in front are, you know, waist high to the right. table a lot of the time. You know? It was like <laughs> I I was like, dude, you come on this stage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. I'm going to bite you. That's yeah. what I'm going to yeah. do. Oh, yeah. And once hey, a, someone comes up from the crowd onto the stage, you're probably allowed to hit them at that point. At that's well, that's well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you've well, been seeing these uh, rappers uh, getting arrested. It's kind of weird, man. It's because you put you in a weird place and you're not really expecting that. Yeah. And a lot of, like me personally, what I don't do uh, with an audience member, I, I, I police myself, like I said. And one of the things that I do is, one, I'll see how far I could go with them and mm-hmm. have fun and yeah. try to have fun. Um, two, I try to make the person that's uh, heckling me laugh. Totally. Because I'm not worried about everybody else. Yeah. Right, because I want him to laugh. You want them and to if, know, like, hey, if you keep going, I'm going to make fun of you. If he's laughing, you know, he can't be talking. Yeah. But if he's getting pissed to the point to where everybody around him is laughing, you have this moment of clarity where you say, okay, he's taking this too far. Yeah. Yeah. Let me go Back to the off. next person. Let me, let, me, let me not make this a thing and, yeah. and either ignore him or have somebody remove him. Mm-hmm. So that's, and I, and I give, give the signal, get like, this help me out. Also, there yeah, is yeah, a little get, like, yeah. hey, hey, help me yeah, out here. You know what I'm saying? Please. Okay, yeah, I was okay, gonna say, I feel like that's on the venue at that point. If they, yeah. if they let a guy get up, who's yeah. obviously probably heated, and right. he's been already yelling Drunk. out, right. now get right. up and walk all the way to the front of the stage. Right. It's like, that's on the venue. That's man. like, come on, man. I've help seen, me out here. I've seen comedians get their ass Really? Oh, yeah. You've seen guys get beat up. Man, we know a dude, man, a good friend of mine. I don't want to blast him out there, but fuck it. 
<laughs> his name is Mad Marv. We call okay. him Mad Marv. He's from South Central. And this dude would get his ass whooped after every show. It was wow. almost like he planned it. Oh. Just controversial because, as hell or what? Man, there's a beautiful line in comedy. <laughs> and this line is, I love this line. And this line says, uh, the only comedians that know how far to go are the ones that went too far. Yep. And that is Mad Marv. Oh, oh he always trying to Mad find the line every night on stage. <laughs> oh, and I tell you, this dude would see the line and cross over with both feet. <laughs> oh, and you oh. know what he did? He gets his ass kicking. He didn't. He's brushes off. Oh yeah, brush it off. Hey, he's back up there. He'll be back up the next week with a black eye. Tell me, you ain't gonna believe what happened. Let me try this again. Yeah, he's like, I'm building an hour of material every time oh, yeah. I get my ass kicked. Oh man, he told was it. he funny? I give you one of the jokes. Okay, we were we were tape a show called Comic View. Right, and the show is called Comic View. Hilarious, right? I'm talking like 300 people in the audience, okay. television cameras everywhere, and and Mad Marm goes up and he's doing a bit oh, no. about Muslims, right? Oh no! And it's a bunch of uh, you know, guys know who Farrakhan is, right? Yeah. So so Farrakhan, he got some guys. They're in the in the audience. They're sitting there trying to enjoy the show, laughing. They got their little Muslim suits the on. These, these yeah, these some big buff black yeah. guys, right? Ooh. So so Mad, Mad Marm is going on about Muslims, whoop, 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 right? And then one of the dudes stood up and said, "Hey, brother." I don't appreciate you talking about Ambo, Farrakhan, blah, 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 blah. And Matt Marv turned and said, I don't give a damn. I eat a pork chop sandwich in his face in his face and spit the bone in his lap, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Right? Woo! After the show, oh. those guys walked up to him and said, let me talk to you for a second, brother. Oh, oh no. And gave him a rabbit punch to the kidneys, poof! Oh. And walked off. He didn't breathe for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yes. my god. Matt <laughs> That's so funny. Yes. I love that he's just known for getting his ass kicked. Ass and, 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 <laughs> yeah, ass kicked, bro. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking fun. and he, and, 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 and it's just like he's just one of those he got one one time it happened in a uh, a little club we were in and um he was on stage and he was the MC. Right? And it was two guys, a father and son. You could tell they were probably in the military or something. Right? Yeah. In a little ghetto club in South Central, and Matt Marv is uh, so. The, so he asked the guy, "What are what are you drinking?" And the bro, one of the brothers said, "I'm just drinking, you know, Chardonnay or something like that, a wine or something." He said, "Well, that's a bitch drink." Oh, listen, he's got a bitch drink. Oh. So all night long, oh, just wouldn't Marv just drink. wouldn't let it go. Uh, oh. And he's the he's I, the host, so he's coming he's, he's out coming every up with material. He's doing jokes every oh. ten minutes. Oh. You all right, bitch drink? Right, oh. another bitch drink. Up yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that, Chardonnay? Chardonnay, bitch, bitch drink. Oh. The whole night, right? We go outside the club, bro. Oh, this guy no. and his son is walking to the car, not even thinking about Marv. We, we we're sitting around the uh, the uh, in the parking lot talking about you know what we normally do after the show. We're yeah. going over things, and then they're on their way to the car. And Marv is drunk. Marv oh. goes, "All right, bitch, drink. See y'all later." Oh. One of those guys get the the, the the son said, "What you say, Marv?" He said, "He's coming to that. I got his son. Don't even worry about this." Oh no! Bang! Bop! Oh. <laughs> Because uh, it's okay on stage, at it's least okay. it's part of the show. But right. we're in the parking lot. Yeah. Like, oh, now, bitch drinking. You're just a guy calling yes. a bitch. Yes. 
They were trying to be good guys about it. You know, they was, kept telling me in the middle, hey, man, go on with the show, man. Yeah, go on go with on. the show, yeah. man. Oh, I'm mad, Ma. Oh, All right, bitch, drink. See y'all later. Oh, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that is so fucking oh, good. Man. Oh, that's a good yeah. nickname for someone, too. Also, hey. my friend, bitch, drink. Right. Hey, if you Google, I don't, I don't think they got it on camera. If you Google Matt Marv, you'll see who he is. <laughs> I got to see what he looks like now. I know. Can oh, you guys funny. Google Matt Marv and put Comedian him Matt Marv, you'll see him. Please. Oh, he's so funny. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my dude. He's, he's a good <laughs> oh, friend. Good friend. His new Holly. CD, Bitch Drink. <laughs> the show. Oh, yeah, that's my boy, oh, man. Oh, that's fucking Funny, dope. funny guy, man. Funny, funny guy. Man. That's well, fucking Duddy. awesome. Yeah. Uh, guess what bitch drinks do to you, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> they make you feel good? There you hey, go, dude. I helped you with the segue. Damn, no, today. I was still going to segue oh, in. Too yes. late now. No, no, no. What was your cool no, segue? No, Trump me. Now, just like bro. he said, you got a joke that I just mad stole Mar, from you. Mad Mar. You got a better segue than that? And go ahead and trump mine right now. I was going to say, man, you get your ass kicked 10 times <laughs> and you brush it off. Mad. And then 11th M-A-D. time, you get up there on stage and you just have a great set and everyone fucking stands up and you don't get your ass kicked? <laughs> That's gonna feel good. Look, that's Matt Mar. All right, that was better than Mar. Okay, we're gonna check him out and then we're gonna go to the sponsors. Oh, oh, yeah, he looks like someone who gets punched. He's like, he been beat up a few times. He got a black eye. Look, they put Marvin the Martian next to him. Look, at the same hair. Yes, that's fucking awesome. Look, he got a black eye too. Look, oh, that's right after he bitch drinks that dude. That's fucking awesome. I love you, man. I love you, Mar. Everybody go follow him right now online. All Give right. him some love. Because oh. Matt Marv got some black eye right now, I'm going to yes. talk about Koi CBD. Koi CBD. Oh. <laughs> wow, another good one. Because Koi CBD, it can really help out. You get punched in your face and you wake up and you got some aches and pains and you're just, you know, starting off with a rough day. You take some Koi CBD drops, which I take every morning. I love these things. I take them with my, with my coffee. Um... I don't put them in my fucking coffee. I put them in my mouth, and then afterwards I drink my coffee. Chill out. <laughs> He's not um, a monster. I'm not a fucking monster, okay? <laughs> Someone would be like, did you know that caffeine kills all of the good stuff in there? And I, I don't even know. Actually, sure. daddy. Regardless, Koi CBD, it's a great product. Um, not only do I take these drops every morning, and not only are they good if you got any sorts of aches and pains, I have now been using their new uh, CBD for my dog. They have dog CBD. It's great. They have treats, dog treats with CBD in it. They actually just have like a little mist spray that I spray in her mouth. Uh, I I had a dog, you know, pass away a couple months back. And, you know, her last few months of her life, she she had a rough time walking. So when I'd give her these CBD, I could tell it really helped her uh, move around. So I've already started my dog on it now. I started it early. I'm not messing around. So check it out. KoiCBD.com. Go there and put in code DuddyB at checkout and you're going to get 20% off. Boom. Man. Yeah. So you guys love smoking, man, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we love do. smoking. I have not had a blunt in 20 years. We oh. offered him before the show, do you smoke? He's like, nah, man. Nah. Man, no I, more. I, I got tired of getting high telling on myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just get high. I'm sorry. You know I'm cheating on you, right? Oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Honesty, OG. What is this? Sorry. That leads us into the next one. Yeah, so speaking of smoking, if you're out there and you're smoking and you're on the go, like we are, you got to get your sticky vapes. Sticky vapes are a great vape pen. Uh, We do our own with the Dirty Heads. And I got exciting news. We actually made three new strains 
for uh, our new album we just put out with Sticky Vape, we made the uh, Sativa, which mm. is the Lift Me Up. Mm. Uh huh. We made the Hybrid, which is the Cloud Lifter. Mm. And we made the Indica, which is the Super Moon. And you can get those now in your favorite local dispensary. Sticky Vape. Jake, where do you use your Sticky Vape? Here's what I've been doing. I've been taking a hit of the Sticky Vape, holding it in, taking a bitch drink, blowing it out. <laughs> and that's a callback, baby. What's yeah, up, yeah. Oh, we got something else on the shelf. For those who are just listening, this is a little plug for our merch store, but we do have the new pork snorkel pen at the feelinggoodwithduddy.com merch store. Mm. It's hilarious. If you're looking online, you know, if you're watching us on YouTube, Bam. there it is. I'm wearing it on my shirt. And We're if listening. you're wondering what the hell pork snorkel is, go back and listen to episode one. Pork snorkel. There's cheese right there. So cheese was talking <laughs> pork about snorkel. He was talking. It's. it's I think penis. he was talking about walking around jerking off on no, his front lawn. No, he said, that that was was feed, pork no, He said that was that was feeding the that geese. was feed the geese. Feed had, the uh, geese. That's right, right here. Feed the geese. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> pork snorkel. He said, you know, my friend was upstairs feeding her the pork snorkel. That's right, yeah, dude. So, so it's a dick. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> feeding her the pork snorkel. It sounded yeah. a lot like that. Uh, so yeah, we got that. Go, yeah, go go check out the merch store. We got some cool stuff up there. But also, last but not least, Jake, I'm gonna let you do this uh, because they they sent you something. Yeah, dude, and, on and there's it. a reason why. So Jake, do this one. So you guys all know about the melatonin spray. Duddy's just I love the melatonin spray. It gets you to sleep. It's the best. But the Alpha Brain, Duddy and I, we love Alpha Brain. It keeps us sharp. It keep, we all we both use it. We've used mm. some before the show. It helps us recall memories. It helps us be sharp and fast, which you wouldn't think when I started the show. I, I <laughs> fucked up five times. Well, we also on the smoked opening. two blunts right before. <laughs> yeah, we right. kind of canceled out the out. We I Actually, took Alpha Brain know. and then I smoked two blunts, dude. <laughs> and then I tried to do a commercial and fucked up a hundred times. But then uh -huh. the Alpha Brain kicked in and now we're sailing <laughs> tight gone so what's going on is if you get the 90 or i think even the 60 capsule uh you know thing of a alpha container brain. of alpha brain there's a golden ticket inside the golden ticket like charlie and the chocolate factory style mm. it's going to give you anything from you know a percentage off their products all the way up to you could win a trip to their headquarters and you win a year's supply of alpha brain as well as a year supply of total human um, since Onnit has sent me the Total Human and the Alpha Brain, I've been taking it every day. I feel great. I have energy. I've been working out. I've been running. I've been doing everything. I feel great. My surfing, I've been surfing longer. It literally, it works, and it's all natural. Go to Onnit.com. What's the, what's the, to save 10%? You go to Onnit.com, and that's with two N's, O-N-N-I-T.com forward slash Duddy, and you're going to get 10% off your order. That's right. 10% off. Use it. They got stuff for everything. Mm. Recovery, pre-workout, you know, the, the stuff to help you sleep. They've got the, you know, the alpha brain for just yeah. focus. All that stuff. Go check it out. O-N-N-I-T.com. Yeah, get on Boom. it. Boom. <laughs> and that's that. Wow. Yeah. And those are things that make us feel good. You got it. You know what also makes you feel good? Helping other people out. Yes. yes. You want to tell us a little bit about your foundation? Comedy through transitions, man. Uh, it's one of the best things I ever did. Um, uh, years ago, I started this, maybe about six, seven years ago. Uh, I was teaching uh, foster kids that were coming uh, of age, uh, 18 to 25, stand-up comedy. Um, and I created a thing called the Comedy uh, Transition Timeline. And what that is, uh, I take stuff from their lives, the high points and the low points from their lives, and I turn it into comedy, uh, which is the most beautiful thing you can ever do. And then they perform that, that five, ten-minute set on the uh, stage. 
That's amazing. Get yeah, out yeah, of here. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah, awesome yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah, a beautiful, beautiful idea. Is there I, somewhere people can go check that out? Or, yeah, if you or, just Google Comedy Through Transitions, it'll come up. Yeah, there Comedy it is right Through there. Transitions. Yeah, uh, did, did it come up? You got it? Go back, go back. I saw it. Yeah. Go back to the screen. Definitely see your name right there. Uh, right there. There it is. We're, uh, yeah. For the listeners, we're pulling yeah. it up on our YouTube page right here, but we'll have the links below. And, you know, er, yeah, you, you have some where some of the kids was doing their comedy. Um, I have one of my students. Her name was um, Michelle Rogers. I thought she was pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Um, she was one of the kids that was in my class that she would sit back in the back of the room mm -hmm. and kind of like, wait a minute, I don't know what this stuff what is. What is this? What is this? And, you know, kind of curious. And when I got into her transition timeline, I was like, oh, man, because, you know, they write out a lot of stuff about their lives and things that they were going through. And it's my job to kind of see what's comedy and what's not that I can make yeah. into comedy. In a, you know, it's an 11-week course, and it's not really a lot of time, but, you know, something I can make really fast. So I had a couple of them, and I had a, another uh, girl, I can't think of her name right now, but she's in my class. And she had a very, very funny routine. Um, she was half black and half white. And I saw on the transition, because I have mixed kids. And I'm looking at the transition and it says, she said on her, uh, one of her high points of her lives is she doesn't know how to act around her white friends and her black friends, right? And I was like, wow, that's, that's something that my kids struggle with, yeah. right? No, so I asked her, I said, well, what is the problem? She said, well, sometimes I'm, I just don't know how to, you know, be me when I'm around. I mean, I'm being me, but I feel that I, sometimes I'm, I'm finding myself to adjust whoever I'm hanging out whoever with. I'm so we wrote the bit and the bit goes a little something like this. She goes, you know, I'm half black and I'm half white. And she looks more white than black. And she goes, um, when I'm hanging out with my white friends, I'm like, hey guys, what's up? Yeah. So I'm hanging out with my black friends. I'm like, what's up? She said, I get pulled over by a cop. <laughs> and it depends on what type of cop it is. You know, if it's a white cop, I go, hey, officer, how you doing? She said, if it's a black cop, I'm like, what's up? Yeah. She said, if it's a mixed cop, I, I wait till he speaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, that's a funny angle. That's Everybody sick. does black versus white or yes. Hispanic, yes. white, whatever yeah. comedy. But, yeah. but no one half it, yes. in the middle is funky. It's, it's, like, it's, it's beautiful. And you can completely see that it's true. So you're like, okay, I oh, believe totally. these jokes. Yes, yes. And that was just and that's just a, 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 a little bit of what some of them went through. Like Michelle, I was talking about Michelle. And if I remember Michelle correctly, she was going through um, some stuff where she was uh, – she went from – Going straight to foster care into uh, a black family. She's a little white girl from Gary, Indiana. Um, never been around black people in her life. Uh, the cops came, raided the house, took her, and placed her in foster care and with some Jamaican black people. Wow. That's her just a and big her change. sister. It, that is like unreal. Yeah. And I couldn't wait to tackle that. I was like, what the Whoa. hell? Yeah. So. We wrote that, and her bit was hilarious. Um, she did her opening bit was um, uh, my mom. She said, "My I think it's on there." She said, "My mom." Um, um, so my mom got arrested for doing uh, heroin, and the night the cops came, I remember like it was yesterday. They knocked on the door. You know, yep. she said I opened the door. She said my mother opened the door, and she, my mother was so high she told the police officers, "Hi, officers." Come on in. Have some drugs while I hide my milk and cookies. 
<laughs> so then she goes Woo, she goes here, right yeah. so then she goes into you know and then you know they place me in foster care and I'm at this black family for the first time I never knew anything about black people I'm there and me and my brothers and sisters and I remember dinner the first night I come out and I, I recognize some of the food I think it was chicken and it was this and it was that and it was type of some green stuff on my plate which was uh, uh, collard greens mm-hmm. she said I was thinking why did they mow the lawn and put grass on my plate? <laughs> so you can see. Yep. Then she went from that to a Latino family on down, and then she did the whole bit. And it was funny. I can't do it quite like how she does it, but yeah. it was hilarious. And um, so years later, she called me up, and this is the beauty of what you do and why you do it. She called me up years later, and she goes, I just want to thank you. And I was like, for what? She's like, man, you know, I know what you taught me was a beautiful thing. She said, one day my grandfather came. Now she's older. She's not in foster care anymore. She's out doing her mm-hmm. thing. And her grandfather came to visit her here in California. And she goes, and we happened to go to this restaurant where they had open mic stand-up. She said, and I wasn't doing stand-up. She said, I just want to know if my bit still works. Because, yeah. you know, she would do it in front of the class, and then she did it from a regular audience, but she hadn't did it since. She said, I'm going to do it in front of my, my grandfather, which is her mother's father, which is a strict kind of dude, whatever yeah. or not. So she did the bit. Talked about her mother and being on drugs and all of that stuff. She said, I killed. She said, am I, am I, am I, I was waiting to see what my uh, grandfather's reaction was. And his reaction was, that stuff you said about my daughter, pretty fucking funny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Why does nice. she keep doing it? Right. Like, I don't know why. I, I wanted her to. I don't yeah, know why no, she didn't. But, but it's up. Yeah. It's like you yeah. can't make someone do that. It's no. such a thing to do stand up. Right. I've it never was, done it, but I can imagine. It's like climbing Mount Everest with no shoes on. Yeah. Oh. I, I, we talk about all the time. Like, I can yeah. get up on stage and, and play some music, <laughs> but I got, you know, my five buddies yep. with me. Right. And we've been rehearsing the shit out of it. And we're playing to people who are our fans of our song. So you know when you go into the song, you're like, woo, like, right. it's, it's not that stressful. We were you know? so nervous <laughs> about you know, the but improv the thought, show. The thought of the improv show, we were show, so we nervous. Were so and it fucking was, nervous. Right. Like, Just because you're trying to be funny in front of a room of people, man. It's easy to do at a party. There's no <laughs> right, stress. Right. Yeah. Well, stand-up is a little bit more just like creating a song. Yep. You know what I mean? You practice it. You listen to it. You understand the timing on it. You trim the fat. Mm-hmm. It what goes, totally. what not. And then you get up there. And, and, and But the beautiful thing, you live every night. You do it. Yep. And hoping that the people will get it. And yep. when they do get it, it's confirmation that, hey, it works. Let me keep going. Let me let me expand on this. This is the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. There's totally. nights yeah. when you're driving home, probably just going, "What the? Fuck? Yes. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> nobody <laughs> laughed. Oh. Like I, oh. I, my parents signed me up for. Uh, this was years ago. They signed me up for the Groundlings. They wow. just thought, hey, it was like one of my birthdays. I, right. Mom and dad, my right, dad. right. Uh, my parents signed me up for the Groundlings, which for listeners, if you don't know, it's like mm-hmm. an improv in uh, class in L.A. And like a lot of funny people have come from there. So I have no experience, never been in a play, never done anything. They sent me to Groundlings and it was great. I did the whole first uh-huh. class. I graduated, whatever. I had some funny moments, but I remember I had one moment where I just wasn't fucking funny at all. We had to uh-huh. act out this scene and I just couldn't get it right. And I bombed. And every time I said anything, there was it was silence. Wow. I remember driving home back to Orange That's County after long. that night just being like, dude. And I'm sure no one else even gave a shit. Right. They just went on with their life. But me, I said those terrible shit jokes that bombed the fuck out. And oh. I remember driving home. You did shit like, jokes? No, they were just <laughs> terrible jokes. Oh. They, they were like, you know. You we, did shit we, jokes? Oh. oh, speaking of shit, we'll I get got to that. But, Go ahead. Oh, perfect. It will lead right into that. But I just remember the lonely ass feeling of driving home and being right. like, man, my jokes bombed. I had one part of this act I was supposed right. to do and I sucked. Yeah. 
It was rough, dude, and I, I can only imagine like having a shitty night on stage alone as a stand-up. It's got to be that's that's got to be it's got to be heavy. Oh, but then a, a great night has got to be like I'm a superhero. Yep. You know, got a great story. Yes. Um, uh, guy, Google this guy. He's fucking hilarious. His name is David Tyree, and he was um he's there's two funny people in the world uh, back then. There's Paul Mooney and it's David Tyree. Okay. Now, Paul Mooney's the one we all know. Yeah, yeah. David Tyree is that other dude that was right there. Right there. Like just as funny as Paul. Mm -hmm. And I worked at the comedy store, right? And I was one of those comedians that uh, was in class. We call it a comedy store, comedy comedy college. So I used to do shit jokes. And I thought they were hilarious, right? And I'm up on stage. And this is what Dave Tyree said to me. So I did like 10 minutes of shit jokes. Which, <laughs> yeah, the typical, you know, the typical. Like gross <laughs> like, shit. Like, they're going to love this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, and I yeah. oh, this is funny, yeah. right? You know? <laughs> I'm doing the, the door where you put your foot on the door and the door doesn't work and you're taking the shit in the stall. Oh, you yeah. do all that shit. Oh, right? yeah. I'm, I'm killing them with the shit jokes. And Dave, that's Dave Tyree. <laughs> Dave Tyree, he got this, this deep, Thick voice. Oh, I've seen yeah, this yeah. guy. Dave Tyree is hilarious. Check out his stand-up. He is fucking hilarious. This is cool. You're shining a spotlight on so, a lot of other people, too. You're oh, a generous yeah, man. Yeah, man. I, I love funny comics, man. Yeah. So Dave come to me at the show. He said, come here, man. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Come here, young man. He, got a, he smokes a cigar. He goes, let me... No, no, no. Now, this... Shit jokes are okay. Okay. One. Cool. Two shit jokes. Okay. Anything at the two is downright nasty. <laughs> <laughs> That is funny. Anything Come after on, two man. is downright nasty. You can nasty. see him saying <laughs> that. Yeah, he's got a Sammy oh. Davis vibe about oh. him. This one. Oh, All right, man. So I'm just going to throw this out there that we're on the subject. So uh -huh. our first like few episodes we ever recorded of this show, uh -huh. uh, our guests, for some reason, it, the show somehow led them into telling us stories about times that they shit their pants. And then from that, like you know, listeners started like, writing us in stories when they shit their pants oh. and now we've had a couple shows that were literally just kind of based on fan stories of them telling us that they shit their pants you know basically half of our guests have told us that they've shit themselves yeah. and do so Tony always asks everybody do you have a story you have a you'd like to share story. about a time you shit your pants damn uh <laughs> <laughs> no if i did yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't I, I don't think i ever did man that's okay i have the same boat i have I, never shit my pants I, I got to be honest I, if i did i would tell you you fuck. Totally. No, I believe you. you no, can, I believe you. It's a post diaper shit as well. It has to be post diaper because everyone's shit their diaper. You yeah. start like post diaper shit. Duddy's never. We're done saying it. you, all, you start out your life shitting yourself and you end your life shitting yourself. All right. But we're yeah. talking that in between. Yeah. Zone. We're talking about that time where you just like couldn't hold it and let it go when some shit happened. And, yeah. And it's it was amazing there. how many women have told it's us. It's mostly they're chicks. So excited to tell us that they've shit themselves when they come on our show and oh it was God. literally our first guest right. told us that he shit himself just in a random story about his life and right. then our it third just, guest liked that so he's all i want to tell you t as well right. and then it's been it's this just snowball like i, I think it's been <laughs> it like, was wow. like a big brown snowball it, it was a big <laughs> shitty ass snowball. Just, <laughs> kept rolling yeah. and rolling and rolling well, well, that's all right think, dude that's okay hey Never. if one comes to you you know what you didn't I, I, know. I, I i would tell you straight you up know, i'm a comic in Listen. the future i am the truth Taylor, oh, I, yeah. I will sit up there. I've said some shit on stage that comics will never say. Yeah. I, I, I would tell you, yeah, I believe this you. one time I took a shit. Nah, I've never shit my pants. That's okay. Because no. when I tell people I haven't shit my pants, they're always like, yeah, right. No one's yeah, right. It's a beard or something. Right. Like, yeah, right. You don't have a beard. You shit your pants, <laughs> yeah. dude. It's a new beard. I, it's a, I just got the beard. 
What about ba- a band camp That's what story. I was going to say. So yeah. we don't have a shit story, but do you have a, a band camp story? Any type of uh, funny, weird story from the tour, the road, your life, you know. A band camp story, like when we've been on the road and some yeah. funny shit happened. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't um, even necessarily have to be on the road. Just if, you, if you've got like a story you just remember from your past that's just super funny or inspirational or some crazy shit happened, just like anything. Preferably oh, funny and on the road. Uh, <laughs> I got one that's probably inspirational, not as funny, but inspirational. Which, All right, which, let's which, do it. Which makes me love comedy. And, and and then I was probably about uh, six, seven years in. All right, let me do and this it, drop. Yeah. Oh, and this one time at band camp. Oh, six, seven years in. <laughs> six, seven years in. I'm 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 feeling good about loving what I'm doing in comedy, and this happened to me and made me go, okay, this is what I'm gonna do for the rest of my life. Um, so um. Most jokes come from things that happen as you've seen happen, and then you add to it. So there's a joke that I call, I got called Butt Naked Man. Butt Naked Man. Butt Naked Man. Butt Naked Man. And the joke is, would you fight a butt naked man? And that's what I would come up and ask the audience, and most audience would be, no, I would never fight a butt naked man. And I said, yeah, me neither. But this story happened, and then I'll give you the bit, and I'll give you the Backstory behind the picture. Okay. So I ask people, "Are you ever fight a butt naked man?" I pick a guy out. You, you ever fight a butt naked man? If I wait for the, if I, if I get that one guy to go, yeah, and I go, nah, fuck that. He got to put some <laughs> pants on first. Yeah. How you gonna fight a butt naked man? He get you in the headlock. Then what you gonna do? <laughs> if they get you in the face, yeah. he gonna tell everybody. Yep. Nah, you gotta kill this motherfucker after that. Right. <laughs> so I'm not fighting a butt naked man. And blah blah blah. So I go through this whole thing. But the story came from when I was in uh, South Carolina. I was I, I would always do this club in South Carolina, and I would go get my hair cut at the same barbershop. Um, I'm sitting in a chair. Like most people in the barbershop do not know I'm a comedian. Uh, I had filmed a couple of television shows, so most people recognize me from a show, mm-hmm. uh, a show called Comic View back in the days, or the Spanish show called Que Locos. People would say, oh, I know that guy. He's, he's from the show. So um, I'm sitting in the barbershop, and as a brother comes in, he's sitting in the chair, he's getting his hair cut, and a woman comes in. And when I tell you, she threw all of his clothes. She's throwing all of his clothes in the middle of the fucking barbershop. And she took a loogie from the depths of her throat (laughs) and spit it in his face. And this dude was sitting there getting his hair cut. He didn't say shit. Took it and wiped it off his face and didn't address anything. So everybody in the barbershop is completely fucking silent. And I'm going, well, I'm going to fucking ask. Right. What happened? What the hell happened? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, oh, she's just mad because I'm leaving. I caught her in, I caught her in my house with a butt-naked ass man. And whoop, 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 right? He's like, I didn't, whoop, whoop means, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So he goes, I'm not fucking with her. I'm done. And she's just mad because she can't get a rise out of me. Right? And I know I'm done. Right? And I was like, wow. Yeah. And I'm like, did you fight him? He's like, fuck, No. And I was like, oh, my God, I got a bit. Yeah. So I'm standing there, I do the thing, and I'm having an audience crying. So I'm doing a bit, actually developing itself in the barbershop. I'm saying, what if this happened and this happened and people in the bar? I just take off. I do like <laughs> 10 minutes in the barbershop. He's laughing. People in the barbershop is laughing. Oh. But there's a guy in the corner. He has a laugh that's above everybody else. <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> so we call that a release laugh. This is somebody that's going through some trauma, and it's a release. Oh, laugh. it's gotta right. get it out. Right. My barber knows I'm a comedian because I, vent, you know, I call him every time. So I'm doing my joke. I'm getting my hair cut. I'm coming up with shit, and people are fucking dying. So I know I got a bit. So yeah. I walk out the barbershop, and I'm on my way to the car. And that guy that had the release laugh 
comes out. He goes, um, hey, man. Hey, bro. I heard you was a comedian. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, what are you going to be performing? I tell him I'm going to be performing. He's like, man, I just want to thank you, man. I was like, for what? He's like, man, for making me laugh. I haven't been able to laugh a week in a week. And apparently in South Carolina, there's a burn center there. Right? And this shit makes me stand there feel bad, sad every time I think of it. There's a burn center there. And he goes, I've been there with my son all week, man. He set my son on fire and burned my son from head to toe. He has third degree burns all over his body, man. And he's like, I just want to thank you, man. I hadn't been able to release, you know, and, and, and you just took me away from that, even if it was for a minute. And he said, I just want to tell you, that's a beautiful thing you got. It's a beautiful gift you got. Keep doing it. Yeah. No matter how long it takes, man, I'm telling you, you got it. If you can do that for me, I know you have it. And I just wanted to share that with you and tell you how funny you are. Blah, 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 blah. I'm fucking in tears, man. Yeah. Like, well, man, thank you. You know, blah, blah, blah. What do you say to something like yeah, that? Yeah, that's... But, you know, afterwards, you know, on plane, I'm gonna do the, I do the show tonight and I'm, I'm on fire. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is what I'm going to do for the rest. Yeah. It's because you never know who's in the audience yep. that's going through that. Or you hear that release laugh is what I call it. They release and let go of their fucking problems. So people that think that we're just up there being uh, buffoonish and, f- and stupid and whatever you might want to think of a comic. But there's some people out there that's going through some stuff and need to laugh at that moment. So. Yeah, that no, that's a great story, man. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's, best yeah. way to end. Yeah, and we, yeah. we talk about that a lot on here too. Just like you know, one of the best compliments we get is, "Oh fuck, man, I love your music." It's always someone that like hits you up, like, "Man, I got to tell you, I was going through a rough time." Right. And and this song, you know, and this lyric really got me through it. And I just really appreciate you know what you did. And you're like, "Fuck, man, right. that shit makes you feel really good, and it I, makes you feel like you're doing it for the right reasons." Right. Just, that's the connection I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the creative door that all creative artists have. Totally. We have the ability. I mean, it's like a spinning door in your head. You don't know where that creativity is going to come from. Then it totally. stops. You see it. You grab it. You you put the work into it. Yep. This is this has come from other uh, another place other than me. But let me let me let me get into this. Let me find out what why am I uh, doing this? What, what, why why do I have this piece? Yep. Let me let me do something with, the, with this song. Let me let what what inspired me to write this song? Well, something I went through. You know. Yep. Uh, uh, there's a joke that I'm doing and I. I love uh it's uh it's my wife doesn't like the joke but i love the joke <laughs> and this joke is called let the men teach the boys let the men teach the boys and most most married men love the joke um most women they think about it and that's what i want you to do i want you to fucking think yeah because uh that's what the joke inspired and, and i didn't know what to do with it and then i'll close on this it was um like my son is six foot two right and um my mother come. My, my wife comes home one day, and she goes. Uh, the the mother and my mother in law, my wife, they don't really, they're not bonded like that. Mm-hmm. So my mother in law uh, told my wife that she didn't want to come over to the house a lot because she didn't like the way that I talked to my kids. Now, mind you, I'm raised in a black family. I'm raised by a single black woman, and my mama said some shit. Yeah, she, she said whatever was on her mind. She didn't pull no fucking punches, you know. So I talked to my kids a certain way, right? And she didn't like the way specifically how I talked to my son. Mm-hmm. I talked to my son like a man's supposed to talk to another man. I'm not gonna fucking bullshit him. I'm gonna tell him when I tell him to do something. I fucking mean yeah. it. Right? Right? The, it. It pissed me off. Yeah. So I'm <clears> so <throat> pissed off about the, what my wife had just said to me, and then about a week later, I'm giving my son the business in the room. I close the door. I don't want the other kids to see me giving him the business about things that he's supposed to be doing. Yeah. 
I'm not giving him the business because I'm coming home drunk or shit like that. No, yeah. I'm coming home giving the business his responsibilities that, that he's supposed to do around the house and at school, whatever it may be. Yeah, you're preparing him for the real world. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm in there giving him the business. My wife is listening at the fucking door. Mm. I come out and she's startled. I'm like, oh. what the fuck are you doing? Well, I'm just trying to make sure you don't hurt him. I'm like, you know what? As a as an artist at that time, as a man, I was so angry at my wife because now I'm p- double pissed because I don't need you to monitor me raising my kids. Yeah, you know this is my God given right to do this however I want. If I fuck it up, so be it. Mm. So I wrote this joke, and it kept bothering me. And when I was on stage, so I wrote the joke. It's called "Let the Men Teach the Boys." And bro, when I got it, took me about a year to perfect the joke. Yeah, and it's about how you know. I guess I got to let you see it. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> so when I do the joke, right, and I do it in front of an audience, uh, I was getting standing ovations. I'm getting men, people coming to me. My wife now don't know I'm developing this joke mm-hmm. off of what her and her mother, some shit her and her mother said. I got to do the joke in Denver, Colorado, room full of people, and I, and I call what I do. I call women on some of their bullshit. Hey, ladies, listen. Some of you may not like this joke. But that's okay. If you don't like this joke, fine. Then you the woman I'm talking to. Yeah. My wife and my mother-in-law is in the audience. <laughs> I go, you the woman I'm talking to. All right. This joke is called Let the Men Teach the Boys. Some shit that my wife said to me that kind of pissed me off the other day. Um, uh, my wife going to walk up to me and she tell me, I don't like the way you talking to him. And then I point to my son, which is like six foot two. I'm like, this motherfucker right here? Yeah. <laughs> this tall son of a bitch right here? Yeah. Ladies, we talk to our sons what is called a command voice. A command voice. That bass you hear in our voice is called a command voice. All right? He, God, God gave us this voice to be able to do what? Lead other men. He didn't give it to you. He gave it to men. You hear that bass? He gave it to men. Just like he gave us the Ten Commandments. Okay? He didn't give women the Ten Commandments. He gave it to men. If he gave y'all the Ten Commandments, he'll still be arguing with your ass right now today over the Ten Commandments. <laughs> Why it gotta be ten? <laughs> I, 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 I go to the f- man. Oh, I get into that oh shit. Oh my god! Oh. 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 That's right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, I said, and I, and I, man, it's a beautiful piece. Trust me. Yeah. And then you get people. Oh yeah, <laughs> man! They looked at my mom. Oh my <laughs> god! They didn't know what to do with the look, and I knew my wife couldn't wait to talk to me about the fucking oh, joke. Oh my god! But the response. And her to sit there and stand there and watch one person after another person. Oh my God! All right, well, you know what? I was just me and my husband we were just talking about that. Are we going through that in my household? And my son and, and the man was like, dudes be like, bro, chill, talking bro. about. <laughs> oh my God! And that, you yeah. created so many awkward oh. drive homes. Oh my oh. God! Oh. Those shows, the guys oh. are like, yeah, the yes. yes. Oh, oh! So you thought he was pretty funny, huh? You really hey, liked I that saw one. you clapping during right, that. Day. Right, right, right. <laughs> hey, why what, did you stand? What yeah. one guy, <laughs> man? I saw not, you throw a hundred dollars. Yeah, the stage why did you do that at that certain point? I'm in Indiana. Oh, I'm in Indianapolis, cool. Indiana, doing a doing a bit, man. And it's a I could see it. I think a woman went to the bathroom. His wife went to the bathroom or something. <laughs> I could see him kept getting up and looking down while I'm doing the joke. He's laughing, trying to trying to wait for her <laughs> to come back. He's laughing and look. After the show, oh. man, he comes. He said, "Man, she missed the joke, man." Oh. <laughs> Will you tell it to her again right That's now? That's a lucky guy. I need you to tell that joke again right now for her. Yeah. He goes, "She missed it, man." <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell all of that, man. Oh, that's good. Dude, there's definitely been times where I've been watching a stand-up act, you know, at home or wherever, and just been going, oh, I wish my wife was just saying this shit right now. His lady comes out of the bathroom. Why was everyone laughing so hard when I was in the... What was that about? What was the last joke? 
Oh. She missed what you said, man. Was <laughs> he making fun of me? What oh, happened when so I... That's right? oh, oh, man. Yeah. It's a beautiful bit, That man. is good. And that's how, you know, that's how you know it was a good act if you're yes. on your way home and it's a little awkward. You're oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's good it's shit. point of view man it's called point of view it's 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 no diss to women it's just it's just try to get an understanding of we do things a certain way and for a certain reason totally. and you may not understand that reason but it's just a man's reason and in, in, even in the middle of the joke I, I i let women know hey listen um there's comes there's things in my relationship that i don't understand when it comes to womanhood uh there's things about my daughter that's happening that I couldn't really relate to or understand. That's only only you can make that connection, not me, totally. right? And if there's things that I don't understand, I shut the fuck up and I stay in my lane. Yep. Right. But I do know certain things that, like that time. Part of part of the joke is, like, if, fellas, if we know, if we're raising our, we had to raise our daughters by ourselves. There's some things that we don't understand. Like that time of the month, we wouldn't know what the fuck to do. We'd drop their ass off at the hospital. Somebody shot her. <laughs> yeah. Some ketchup. Somebody cork it. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> She's been stabbed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like you know, my 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 daughter's getting around that age, right? So, uh, you know, every time she's taking a shower, and I hear, "Mom, come here," I'm uh. like, "Oh no!" <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know, like, what would I do if that was she wasn't there? It was like, "Dad, come here," I'd be Wait, like, "No, I want to, baby, no, oh, no. <laughs> I can't, boo. I can't do it this time." My daughter's yeah. take bath for me up to eight years old, man. I'm like, Ooh. listen. Yeah, <laughs> you cannot get in here no, anymore. No, Why not? no, yeah. get yeah. out of here. Nope, get, get out of here. Get. Nope, nope, sir. <laughs> you can't be getting in this tub with me. I'm sorry. Oh. Done. <laughs> not doing that anymore. You're not daddy's baby girl. <laughs> you, 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 you're getting up in that age. Get up out of here. Yeah, get out. Yep. Well, I think that's good. What's up? You got that's anything else? You got anything coming up? Um, anything you want to plug? Yeah, plug oh yeah, away. man. Uh, be at the uh, Brea Improv, man. Brea Improv with Tommy Davidson. Uh, nice. next week, next weekend. So that's gonna be awesome. Uh, and then also I have a show that I'm headlining, uh, which is November fifteenth at the Morongo Casino, Big Boys Funny Mofo. Nice, very yes, nice. Yes, yes, yes. What I'm gonna do for you guys? Anybody want? When it comes to the big boys, funny mofo, since I'm producing that show, I'll definitely hook up any of your fans. You guys let me know. I'm going to try to do like a party bus thing. Okay. And then let you guys know where a designated party bus is. You yeah. ever pay the, whatever the guys is charging for that. Okay. You just pay that and make sure that, you know, they, we'll figure out a way to get them yeah. on the bus and get you guys some tickets. We'll put you some can sort find of Eric uh, Blake on Instagram, but yep. we're obviously going to put his links up yep. below, but just hit him up. DM. I hit you guys up and then let me know who you got and then we'll go from there. Nice like, one. That's it. Yeah, we'll start getting the list together. Uh, if you're listening to this, DM us on. I think maybe Instagram might be the easiest. Um, DM us on there, and we'll also send out a blast about the show, when it is, where it's at, and that if you want to go to DM us for all the info, and we'll get you guys linked up. Um, and you guys come to at least one of the Tommy shows, man. Oh Dude, man, Tommy. we got yeah, y'all. Let me know. I got you, bro. Yeah, I love him. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, he, I got you guys. Hilarious. Yeah, you guys be Dude, my personal. Our dad guest. would love to come. Our dad loves him. Let me well. know, man. How many For the you younger got, kids I got that you. don't know who he is, Ace Ventura too. Right. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> he's throwing spears. Okay. Oh my god, or in Living Color. If you don't yeah, know what that's that where is. that's Daddy and I, we were kids. We yeah. watched that. Tommy give you abs. Oh, he oh, will, yeah. man. He is a funny man. Yes. So check it out. Thanks again, Eric, for stopping by, man. Thank you, pleasure. Yeah, that's it. Thank you that's guys. It, Peace everybody. out. Always Peace. thank you to everyone over here at Reamp Studios. We appreciate it. And as always, uh, cutlessbrand.com. Go yes, there sir. now and put in code Feeling Good at checkout, and you will get twenty percent off. Peace. Yay! Yay!